If you let retirement just happen, chances are you won't be happy for long. Looking back, you'll wish you'd plan more, a lot more. On today's show, five things that you can do now to help get you where you want to be with your retirement. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can check them out online, efmnw.com. That's efmnw.com. Elevated Financial Management is where you can find them. 42 years combined experience between these two in retirement planning, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years. They are not just fiduciaries. They're double fiduciaries, all right? Certified financial fiduciary along with that uh, designation. So, folks, it's all about retirement planning. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we are going to get into it. There's an opportunity on this show today to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, no cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. So stay tuned. We're going to open up those spots here shortly. So maybe you're somebody out there who plans everything to the smallest detail, or maybe you're kind of like me and you just kind of let things happen, right? The spectrum is large when it comes to retirement planning. But either way, you know, retirement's coming for all of us. So we wanted to outline some things that you should be doing before you actually retire. And here's a spoiler alert, all right? You need to have a plan. So, Mark, let's start with you. I mean, you've been in the business you need to really sit there. You need to envision what retirement is and is going to be. Yeah, I, that is crucial, uh, Morgan. Uh, in our office, uh, both Casey and I, when we have a client or a student from one of our workshops comes in, one of the first things that we want them to do is to sit down with us and begin to envision what they truly want their retirement to look like. So many come into our office and they might tell me, yeah, Mark, I'm just going to play golf five, six, seven, you know, times a week. Uh, we want to do some traveling. And I just stop them right there. I go, no, 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 no. That's not what we're really talking about. What we've got to do is we got to get into the weeds a little bit more with them when it comes to what they truly want their retirement to look like. And they've got to be willing to spend some time uh, to do this. We believe it. it's crucial. Everything that they're, they've been dreaming about, thinking about over the last 30 years or 40 years of hard work is going to come down to what are you going to do with your time when you don't have a job to go to? And so that's something that we believe most people, I have a lot of Boeing clients, uh, Costco, people getting ready to retire from those two awesome companies. And when they come in, they've never really thought about that very much. They don't have a clue as to what they're truly going to do with all the time that they're going to have. Many are just going to be glad to be able to sleep in a little bit. But again, we want them to begin to see what the retirement is going to look like on a day-to-day -day basis. How are they going to uh, have life uh, and the things that they need to deal with uh, and use enough time to be happy? And, and we believe that it truly begins with a plan. Are they going to travel? If they tell me yes, I say, okay, that's great. But where are you going to travel to? And I, I hesitate. I make them give me a, a true answer to that. What are they going to do uh, with, do they want a garden? Or maybe do they want to see their grandkids more? Okay, that's awesome. But what do you want to do with your grandkids? See, so I make them begin to write things down. We, we truly believe if you're in that situation and you don't know for sure exactly what you're going to do, begin to put it down on paper. And that's really going to help us to develop a plan that you can truly uh, be glad and happy about when we put together a true retirement plan uh, that has a high probability of success and happiness. Folks, it's all about having a plan. And, and really, when you think about it, we're all headed towards retirement and you need to have that plan in place. But the first thing you need to do is kind of 
envision what that's going to be like. Uh, really well said, Mark. I mean, again, you know, sitting down with clients and having this initial conversation, uh, it, it really kind of brings up even more questions. And that's why it's so important to kind of map things out when it comes to your retirement. We're going over some things that you can do right now before you get to retirement so you're better prepared. So that first step, you know, just envision what retirement is or what you want it to be. And that's that, that initial conversation when you start planning. And Casey, let's bring you in. You really need to develop kind of a better understanding once you get to retirement, what your day-to-day expenses are, because a lot of people have acquired and acquired and acquired, and all of a sudden they're retired and that paycheck's not coming in anymore from their job. So what are your expenses? You need to be prepared for that. You're absolutely right. That's that's one of the most important things that we think of when we think of retirement planning is a budget, a budget sheet, uh, knowing what our costs are, our day-to-day living expenses. Uh, after we figured out what we want to do, we have to figure out what it's going to take to do that. Um, and so many folks come in, uh, they just have a stack of paperwork, a 401k, IRA statement, those kind of things. But in reality, uh, they're not quite sure of what their day-to-day life is. Uh, a lot of times we can trace that back to the fact that they've been making a certain amount of money over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, and with that, they they spend and, and buy what they need to buy without really tracking what it is that they're purchasing. And so they just end up with a certain amount in, um, in their account at the end of the month, and they just kind of roll that into their savings, not really realizing what's exactly going on. But in retirement, we, we don't have that luxury because our income sources are changing. So we have to make sure that our budget is really on track. Uh, that we're paying attention to what our costs are. Um, And realistically, Mark and I cannot put a plan together for someone if they don't have a real budget. Uh, Just to shoot a number from the hip and say, well, I think I need about, uh, you know, 60, 70, maybe $80,000 would be nice. Um, That's really not uh, good enough for the type of planning that we like to do. We want to have something solid. We get one chance to try and make somebody's retirement what they dream, what they wished it would be all these years. And we take that really seriously. Mark and I are very passionate about what we do. And so we have to make sure that we have a solid budget. Uh, Big questions to think about. Where's your income come from? Once your paycheck stops, how much of your expenses will your income cover? Is it all of it? And how long will your savings last? That's a big question. Um, People are living 30 years in retirement plus uh, 35 years, 40 years as medicine advances, that'll continue. So we have to make sure that we don't outlast our savings in retirement. And a budget is the number one step to make sure that that happens. One of the things that we've found over the years that I have found to be very successful is probably 90% of our clients admit that they they pretty much winged it month to month. They didn't have a budget. They knew they had so much income coming in. But one of the things that I try and get them to do for the first couple of months that they retire is they take a little uh, binder, a little three, uh, not a three ring binder, but a spiral binder that they can track and put it in your purse, have it in the car so that when you go to buy a coffee at Starbucks, you pay whatever bill you're going to pay, you go to the grocery store, all of that is tracked where they actually write the number down. And what we have found is truly amazing is when they give us what they think they're going to need each month, but then they do an actual calculation because they tracked everything for a whole month, that number, I think we all probably agree, which way does it go, right? The number that they give us in their mind is always quite a bit lower than what reality is. And that is truly important, like Casey said, to have a number where they're going to get the income that they truly need each month. You're locked in to Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management. And again, the managing partners are our hosts right here with us today, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Casey, this next one, I mean, sit down, take a look at what's in your portfolio, review your assets. Yeah, absolutely. We, we absolutely have to do that. Uh, we need to determine what our income sources are going to be in retirement. Um, undoubtedly, we'll have Social Security, but we need to know how much. There's different filing strategies that can be used there. When we file for Social Security makes a big difference as to how much we can expect on a monthly basis. Um, so that's something that we have to review. We also have to consider, do we have a pension? If we're lucky enough to have a pension, that is a great thing for somebody's retirement portfolio, but many are not. Many 
many do not have pensions as they once did, which is maybe a, a topic of, for discussion of another day. But uh, in reality, we have to know those income sources that currently exist. Uh, maybe there's rental property. Uh, maybe there's something from a family inheritance that could be expected at some point, uh, whatever that is. And then from there, we figure out what is the income sources that you have? What, what are you going to expect as you approach retirement? And then what do you want your goal to be? Very commonly, what we'll see is that there's a gap there. Uh, there's a gap between how much income is expected, let's say maybe around $70,000 a year, but somebody wants $100,000 a year. Well, then what we need to do is figure out how do we then fill that gap? So uh, there can be other assets that can be turned to income. Uh, there are safe ways to do that without taking excessive risk in the market, but it's all based on a discussion as to what's appropriate uh, for that specific client. You'll find that um, as you continue to listen to Mark and I talk about our planning process and how we do things, it's not one size fits all. It's not cookie cutter. It is truly tailored for whoever it is that we're working with. That's part of being a fiduciary is making sure that we're doing the right thing for that specific client. And it's of the utmost importance. But reviewing those assets, having a budget, envisioning what retirement is, a very, very vital step in the process. I mean, we're stirring the pot here, folks. And, and what you just said there, Casey, and Mark has, has also reiterated, I mean, having a plan, and that plan needs to be unique to you, not cookie cutter, not a template. We got time for one more, and Mark, uh, it's a big one, and that's make sure you are understanding what your tax situation is going to be. <laughs> we we can't overestimate the importance of talking about this because there's a tremendous difference between uh, tax preparation and tax planning, and a harsh reality that we see a lot is we are very uh, tax conscious. Uh, for several years, I did my client's tax returns. Now, a couple of years, I stopped doing that. And I focus now on the tax planning aspect. But one thing that we're running into is people will come in in November, early December, and want to do some planning for the year that's now pretty much over. We're out of time. And so when we're truly going to uh, help somebody uh, do tax planning, we've got to start early in the year. We need to start January, February, March. That gives us a time to put together a plan. Do we need to think about Roth conversion? Uh, people just don't truly know what their actual situation is. Uh, they know that they put a lot of money in their 401k plan. Uh, their taxes have been deferred for 20, 30 years or more. So they know that the tax man is coming, but they don't know the ramifications and truly how significant those uh, tax burdens can become. Uh, they, a lot of them truly believe that when they retire, they're going to be in a lower tax bracket. We find that that is usually not the case. And there's been some incredible studies show that actually in the first couple of years of retirement, uh, people are spending more in the first couple of years that they retire than they did the year that they were working, their last full year of employment. So people usually get that a little backwards. Also, we know that the RMDs start at, you know, at age 72 now, used to be 70 and a half. So there's so many things that can create tax, what we call tax torpedoes, that some kind of a plan, you've got to have that, or it's going to come back and, and create problems for you down the road. All right. So now's the opportunity. We've got 10 positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, and you can meet with Mark Stimson. You can meet with Casey Elkins. You can meet with the team and talk about your retirement situation. Casey, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? Well, uh, as Morgan mentioned, it's a complimentary portfolio analysis and includes five main areas. Areas. Income, like we've been discussing this morning, where your income sources, can we improve them? What adjustments can we make? We'll consider taxes. How can we lessen that tax burden? We'll also consider investments. Make sure that you're in the right investments for your situation. We'll consider health care, uh, Medicare, long-term care, and we'll also look at legacy and estate planning as well. All right, folks, we got 10 positions on the calendar and they're open right now. They'll remain open through the course of the show. Here is the number, 800 715 1090. That's 800-715-1090. Call now. 10 positions. They will go fast. 800-715-1090. 800-715-1090. It's called the great resignation. Millions of people leaving the workforce every month. If you are among them or considering it, we've got some tips on what you should do with the money in your old account. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. Great website to check out. Great resource, efmnw.com. That's efmnw.com. Seattle, we talk retirement each and every week. And between Mark and Casey, 42 combined years of experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement, and they are double fiduciaries, normal fiduciary and a certified financial fiduciary. So you get the double uh, with both Mark and Casey. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. It is always retirement topics. And I tell you, it has been a strange time. Get this number. This is an amazing thing. People are quitting their jobs, record numbers. 2021, we got some stats for you. Uh, They left their jobs to the tune of $4 million per month, the highest rate ever recorded by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. If you're one of these, we've got some options on what to do with the old 401K. So it's sitting there. So, Mark, let's start with you. You can just, you can leave it in your old 401K. Yep. And I, I got to tell you, Morgan, I hit, dealt with this past year uh, a lot of what we call VLOs, voluntary layoffs from guys that were retiring and women that were retiring from Boeing. And probably one of the biggest decisions that any uh, employee has when they uh, either take a voluntary layoff, uh, they quit, um, or they just you know got fired uh, the question of what to do with their 401k, do they want to just leave it in the employer's plan? That's what a lot of people decide to do. Uh, the problem with that is you need to be totally happy with the investment choices inside that plan. And what we've seen over the years, and for me, decades is 401k plans have limited investment options. And many of them don't have conservative investment options, which can create a huge problem like what we're seeing right now in the U.S. stock market. We need to know what the fee structure is on these plans. Uh, Can you, uh, if you do leave it there, how's the interest going to be accredited to these accounts? We know that you're not going to be able to continue to contribute to these accounts once you leave employment or you separate from service. So what do you want to do? Do you want to roll that plan into an IRA? That's what the bulk of individuals are going to do once they leave their employer. Uh, they're going to have a lot more options if they roll to a four, or from a 401k to an IRA. But the bottom line is you've got to understand the rules that your old employer uh, has, and they can be different from uh, each ERISA-based plan. And so it's important that you know uh, what the rules are, because if you don't, you can make some tremendous decisions that could adversely affect you and you may not be able to go back and fix them. Well, just make sure you have a plan, folks. And again, there's so many of you out there that uh, left a job. Maybe they've moved on to another job and they've been they've been out of work, but they have that old 401k and what you do with it. uh, And it takes a plan there, too. So you can leave it in your old 401k. And Casey, the other thing, you you, you know, your father in law just mentioned it. You can roll it into an IRA. Right. You can. And that's you know, that's one of the biggest questions that we get. People leave. They have these old 401ks. And sometimes we see people have left them there for 15 or 20 years, haven't really paid attention. But very commonly, folks leave a company and they're thinking, okay, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with this money. Should I roll it into an IRA? It's a big question. It is absolutely an option. Uh, One of the advantages of rolling into an IRA, as Mark mentioned, inside of your old employer's plan, that 401k or 403b, whatever it may be, um, there's limited options. There's only so many funds that we can pick from, uh, maybe 15 or 20 that we very rarely see anything more than that. Uh, but inside of an IRA, we have so many more choices. We can pick any mutual fund, ETF, stocks, bonds, uh, whatever it is, we have much more control over that. Um, and it allows us to really custom tailor something that is better fitted for each individual person versus trying to find something cookie cutter uh, inside of an employer-based plan that hopefully fits or that we we try and make fit for them. Uh, when we roll from a 401k into an IRA, the next big question is, okay, what about taxes? Is this going to be a big tax torpedo or an issue for me? Um, and simply the answer is if it's done right, meaning that we roll directly from the 401k to the IRA, the simple answer is no. 
Um, we can avoid paying taxes and penalties. Uh, we're going to roll that from one qualified account to another qualified account. And so we won't have to pay those taxes up front. Um, we can have what's called an indirect rollover. We won't go into great detail there. In reality, what I'll point out is that if you're going to do a rollover to a new IRA, uh, you want to make sure that you're working with somebody that helps you and can help you better understand what the consequences are if you don't handle it properly. Uh, there's, like I said, a couple of details there, but we won't get too heavy into it. The other thing that, that comes up pretty frequently, too, is if we are going to roll over uh, into an IRA, what about just rolling it to a new 401k? Uh, if we left our old employer uh, we're moving to a new employer. We have a new 401k. Why not take my assets from my previous company and roll those over that way? Uh, that is absolutely an option, um, assuming that the plan allows it. As Mark mentioned, each ERISA-based plan uh, does have its own rules. So you'll have to check with your new 401k plan provider to make sure that that is available. But again, you want to examine the fees and the investment options. That, those investment options, that's really the key. Again, there's not as many of them in those employer-sponsor-based plans. And so with that, we want to make sure that we know what they are. Um, rolling that balance into an IRA or keeping it with your old employer really could be a better option than moving it to the new 401k. Um, so it's important to consider that. Um, always ask for what's called a direct rollover. That's the, that's the term that we want to make sure that we use. Um, there's paperwork that will address that and make sure that we're using the right option. Um, but you want your old plan to send the money directly to your new 401k provider. We don't want you to get that check in between because that can cause a tax problem and it can cause a situation where you then have to prove that that money went to the new 401k. You might have to prove that at the end of the year to the IRS. So it's just so much easier um, if it goes directly to that new 401k or if we're going to a new IRA, also going straight to the new IRA. If that plan sends the check directly to you, they are by uh, IRS code required to withhold 20%. So to give you an example, uh, and Casey just mentioned it, so if you are going to take a $50,000 distribution, 20% of that's ten grand, right? So you're going to only get a check for $40,000. Now, what is required is you must deposit within 60 days that check that you received. Uh, otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year, for the full fifty thousand, well, forty thousand dollars, because they've withheld, uh, you know, twenty percent already. So it's really critical uh, to do this the right way, and that's why you want to work with somebody that truly knows what they're doing, and they mark mark the right box on the transfer form because you mark the wrong box, uh, you could be doing multiple rollovers each year, which there's only one allowed, but you can do infinite numbers of direct transfers. So that we want to be very careful about how we handle these uh, rollovers. We are talking about old 401ks today on Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management. Again, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, managing partners there and hosts of this show. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And again, it's an old 401k and there are options. You can leave it in your old 401k. You can roll it to an IRA. You could roll it over to a new 401k. And this last one, Mark, and right after we talk about this, we're going to give our listeners an opportunity to come in and ask questions, no cost or obligation about their retirement situation. Maybe they have old 401ks that they need to deal with. A spot on the calendar with you guys would be perfect. But this last one, cash it out. You could do that. Yeah. And that's something that almost 99.9% uh, .9 of the time will be the worst option that you could possibly choose when you leave your job. Because then that balance is going to be subject to what I just talked about, the mandatory 20% withholding. Then you could be looking at, depending on your age, another 10% early withdrawal penalty. And if you're younger than 55, now many hear the term or the age 59 and a half, which is very, very important because if we, we get past 59 and a half, there is no 10% automatic uh, withdrawal penalty. Uh, that's an extra 10%. So if you take out $50,000, that's going to be an extra $5,000 that you're going to be subject to. Uh, and and it, it's, it's a stiff penalty. And we don't want our clients to go through this. But if you get past these ages, you don't have to worry about, you know, a, a tax torpedo, we like to call it, because we're going to show you how we're, we're not going to let that happen. 
Uh, and the problem, too, is what if 20% that they withhold is not enough and you end up owing more than 20%, which is true for a lot of people that roll qualified money out. You've got to remember that you, you're rolling this money out, but what happens if the market tanks like it's doing right now and you get subject, you're subject to a 10% early withdrawal penalty? The You just had 20%. Right. So there's 30 percent of that check or that distribution amount is now gone. And see, so that's why tax planning, we can't emphasize enough how critical that truly is so that taxes can actually work in your favor and not, you know, mess your plan up really, really bad. All right, folks. So now's the opportunity. If you've got any questions about your retirement situation, maybe you have one of these old 401ks, get on the calendar here with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management. Casey, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? Well, as we've talked about before, there's five main areas that we consider in our complimentary portfolio analysis. We look at income. What are your income sources? How reliable are they? Taxes like we've been talking about today. How can we lessen that tax burden? Make sure that we're having a positive effect on ourselves and our taxes in the future. Investments, are they appropriate? Are they comfortable? Are they right for what we want to accomplish Healthcare. How do we make sure long-term care doesn't implode our plan? And then legacy. What do we leave behind? Folks, this is the opportunity. We have 10 positions. They're open from the beginning of the show until the end, but when they're gone, they're gone. So you need to call now. 800-715-1090. That's 800-715-1090. They will not last long. This is complimentary, no cost or obligation. 800-715-1090. Running out of money is every retiree's worst nightmare. But there is good news. When we come back, we'll outline some things you can do to help avoid that fate. And it's never too late to start. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management. Managing partners, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, our hosts. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. I've got a great website for you. It's a great resource. Check out EFMNW.com. That's EFMNW.com. Between Mark and Casey, get this. 42 years experience combined. And guess what, folks? It's all about retirement, helping people get to their golden years. And both Mark and Casey are double fiduciaries, right? That is a certified financial fiduciary on top of being a fiduciary. And again, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. Folks, let's get into this. Here we go. It's time to face your fears, especially with what's going on. And we have seen a roller coaster when it comes to the economy. Uh, Take a look at the stock market. Take a look at inflation. There's a lot of stuff going on. Taxes are going up. Before you start your retirement journey, learn more about some of the common reasons why some retirees run out of money. What's the number one fear of retirees? Running out of money when they're in retirement. So these are mistakes that you need to avoid. Casey, we'll start with you. Uh, First mistake, you take all your money out of the stock market. That is a very big mistake, Morgan. Uh, Volatility is scary for everyone, without a doubt, especially with the way that the market is right now. Uh, We know that a couple of the major indices are close to 20% down for the year, if not over 20%. Um, And so it's important to understand that volatility is a piece of the market. Now, by no means are we saying that we just need to sit there and watch our accounts be uh, disintegrate over time, but it's, it's important that we have a plan and how to deal with that volatility, how to take some of that volatility off the table. Um, so many think that there's only two ways to deal with their money, either put it into a CD and earn uh, maybe a half a percent or 1% if we're lucky, or to just let it all ride in the stock market taking excessive risk. And that's simply just not the truth. Uh, It really boils down to having a realistic, honest conversation with somebody who understands the financial world, understands all the options and the possibilities and how to put together a proper investment portfolio. Uh, I'd like to share a quick story, actually. I was speaking with a gentleman, um, and he was relating to me an experience that he had a a few years ago when 2008 happened. Um, That was something unheard of. Nobody had been through that before. Um, And he was doing really well in his 401k at that time. But after the market took a hit, 
he sold out, moved everything to cash inside of his 401k, a money market account or stable value fund, uh, whatever you'd like to call it inside that 401k. And the problem with that is that we know that since 2008, the market has been doing really well, uh, with the exception of the beginning of this year. It took him over five years to figure out when to buy back into the market. And so with that, he lost he, he lost the money in 2008, and then he lost the chance to get it back because he was so nervous for five years about trying to time the market. And so we have to have a better plan than just reacting with our emotions. Fear and greed drive people's decisions when it comes to the market either fear of loss or greed trying to capture as much as they can of the upside. So what we see is either people jump out, like we're talking about now, they get out of stocks completely, or they stay in them too long because they're thinking that everything's going to turn around and be okay. And so again, it, it really comes back just like anything else in your life. You've got to have a plan. You have to have a, a better understanding of what's going on. And uh, just trying to eliminate all the risk by getting completely out of stocks is not the appropriate plan. Uh, it's really not a plan. It's just a, an emotional reaction that, in the end, typically doesn't make sense. We get it, folks. Uh, there's uncertainty. Uh, it's, it's unnerving. Uh, you've got your retirement to think about. And we're talking about the number one fear of retirees is running out of money. And these are things, uh, these are mistakes, that you need to avoid as you move towards retirement. And again, our environment right now, uh, it's a little shaky, but you got to be concerned. You got to be focused. So that first mistake to avoid taking all your money out of the stocks. And on the flip side of that, Casey, uh, it's, hey, I'm going to put I'm going to put everything in the stocks. I mean, you got to have diversification. You're absolutely right. That is the the other side of that coin. Uh, sometimes what we'll hear, uh, people will say, well, you know, it's only a paper loss when I lose when the market's down. It's just a paper loss. It's not real until I sell it. Um, and so I, I'm just going to ride this thing up and down. And, you know, in reality, Casey, uh, the market's always going to rise. We'll have people tell us that the market's always going to rise. And there may be some truth to that if we look at it on a long enough time frame. But here's the big question. How long is your time frame? If you're five to 10 years from retirement, I got news for you. You do not have the time to deal with a market downturn. You do not have the time to deal with a 2000 or a 2008. We have to approach this strategically and being so heavily invested in stocks, especially uh, volatile stocks that run up and down, um, have crazy multiple digit percentage swings in a day or in a week. That is a lot of volatility and it's fun on the upside, but on the downside, it's no good. And in reality, it makes it so difficult to plan and have confidence in our retirement when we're watching our accounts jump around like that. So if we're not going to be real heavy into stocks, then what's the natural progression? People seem to think, well, I'll just go to bonds. Bonds are safe. We've got some different thoughts on bonds right now. Uh, the market has shown that bonds are moving up and down like stocks are. Bond funds are are a roller coaster ride as well. They don't provide the safety that they once did. They don't provide the uh, interest rate, the coupon, the bond return that they did uh, in previous years. And so we have to really look to diversify. And when we say diversify, we're not talking about a beautiful pie chart filled with uh, 12 different colors. Uh, we're talking about true diversification across different asset classes, providing sources of, of income for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now that we can count on as long as our retirement lasts. Seattle, you're listening to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, you can find them at Elevated Financial Management. Folks, this is about your retirement. We talk these topics each and every week, and each and every week we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. No cost or obligation. Talk about your retirement situation, where you are, what your portfolio, how, how is it, uh, I mean, what's your risk level? Do you even know? I mean, there is a lot going on with retirement. Make sure you have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. Number one fear for retirees, running out of money. We're talking about mistakes to avoid. Uh, the first one, taking all your money out of stocks. The second one, putting all your money in stocks, right? Flip, flop. And now, Mark, you're underestimating how long you're going to live. A lot of people don't want to think about the end game. Oh, I'm going to live till I'm, you know, 62, 65, 70. Well, folks, we're healthier. Med medical is so much better. We're living longer. Yeah, it's that is uh, something that people are are cutting 
their own lives short in their mind. And that can be truly dangerous because I think we'd all agree that everyone wants to live a long, happy life. And we talk about longevity risk as being the greatest risk that the big box stores, all of the people that are supposedly supposed to help people with retirement, they don't talk about this. And longevity risk, we call in our office, the risk multiplier. It's going to bring to the fore taxation risk, taxation changes. You're going to go through possibly several of those during retirement. What about health care? The older we get, the, the, the higher the likelihood is that we're going to need some form of long-term care, whether it be at home, assisted living, or worst case scenario, a nursing facility. So uh, longevity, uh, people tend to believe that they're not going to live as long as they realistically are. There's been many, many studies we've seen over the years. And right now, we truly believe that if a man makes it to 65, he's going to be pretty much guaranteed to make it to 80. The same way with a female making it at 65. She's going to live to probably 85. And so you've got to have a plan for that. Um, it, it's interesting that there was a study done by Transamerica where they're the, all the workers that they pulled believed that they were going to live to into their 90s. My grandfather, who died of Alzheimer's, died at 97, and my grandmother, 92. So longevity is something that most people tend, a lot of them tend to believe they're not going to live as long as they end up living. Uh, so is your savings enough? Are, have you done everything that you need to do to make sure that your income and your investments last for possibly a 30-year or longer retirement cycle. See, we're not giving enough consideration to that. Um, some of the things we need to think about, too, do we want to downsize our home? Maybe we're going to leave the Seattle-Tacoma area, and we're going to move to a state where uh, cost of living is dramatically cheaper than what it is here. We know how expensive it is in the Seattle area. Are we locking in and guaranteed income? I truly believe, and I ask my clients this, your income is either guaranteed or it isn't. And that's important that we have guaranteed sources of income, not a maybe income. We've got to have a guaranteed income. And so do you have a plan going forward that's going to guarantee that income? Uh, what do we want to do when it comes to spending? How much do we think we're going to spend once we retire? Well, a lot of us, I mentioned this earlier, close to 50% of the people that were polled, they, they're spending more in the first two years of retirement than they did uh, the year prior to them leaving uh, their, their job that they worked at for 20, 30 years. So it, you've got to have a plan, everyone. If you have no plan, um, uh, success may be just a, a fairy tale. Folks, it's all about having a plan. We're talking about just the mistakes to avoid as you move towards retirement and, and having that plan, having it down on paper, working with pros uh, that do this on a daily basis. That provides the peace of mind we talk about on the show all the time. Well, now's the opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, and you can sit and you can meet with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins and their team and talk about your retirement situation. So, Casey, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? Well, it's a complimentary portfolio analysis. So it's holistic, meaning we look at five main areas. We look at income. Are your income sources guaranteed? How reliable are they? Are there opportunities to improve them or make additions to your guaranteed income sources? We'll also consider taxes. What's your current tax burden? How can we lessen it in the future? How can we lessen it to our heirs that we leave those assets to? What about our investments? Are they appropriate? Are we too heavy in stocks? Are we making mistakes with the investments that we have? What about healthcare? How can we make sure that healthcare doesn't become too much of a burden in retirement? And finally, legacy planning, making sure that whatever we do leave behind, we do it the best way possible. Radio listeners, this is for you, exclusive for you. We have 10 positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. You can meet with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Again, no cost or obligation. Meet with their team. Talk about your retirement situation. Here's the number. Call it now, 800-715-1090. That's 800-715-1090. Again, 10 spots. They will go fast. Call now, 800-715-1090. 
right when we get back, we'll be talking about is cash king. We're also going to discuss social security. So many choices. When is the right time to file? What's appropriate for you? More when we get back. Welcome back to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. They're the managing partners there. They have 42 years combined experience between the two of them, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are not just fiduciaries, they're double fiduciaries. They're certified financial fiduciaries. Folks, it's all about retirement. It's all about having a plan. We talk about it each and every week here on the program. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into the topics, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, no cost or obligation, to talk about your retirement situation. I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. But anyway, let's get into this. We always hear the term cash is king. Well, is it? Is it still? Well, for some insight, we turn to Meb Faber, co-founder, CIO of Cambria Investment Management. But if you look at cash on an after-inflation basis, so going mm-hmm. back for the past 100 years, cash is lost, and cash meaning T-bills. So not, not just putting things under the mattress, but actually putting in T-bills. After inflation, at one point, you lose half, okay? And so we did a, a post that said you have to invest, and it could be a global portfolio, it could be stocks, bonds, and we're saying that's struggling this year. And the third missing piece that almost no one has is real assets like commodities. Um, that portfolio historically has been safer, less volatile, and a lower drawdown than cash has been over time. Meb Faber, co-founder and CIO, Cambria Investment Management. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know what? I would agree cash is king when it comes to uh, giving gifts for graduation parties, maybe when it comes to giving gifts for when somebody has just been married. But at the end of the day, for your investment portfolio, cash is not king. Uh, as Meb mentioned, inflation is a big problem, something that we've all heard a lot about recently, something that we're all feeling the uh, effects of pretty extensively, whether it be at the pump, at the store, whatever it is. Uh, retirees face uh, inflation especially hard simply because um, the CPI does not always reflect appropriately what the retirees are buying. And so with that being said, uh, cash is not king. Uh, we need to make sure that our money is growing. It cannot sit in the bank and earn a half a percent. Uh, we can't put it in a CD and earn 1% and expect that we're going to have the same purchasing power years from now. Uh, at a 4% inflation rate, our income has to double in 18 years. That means if we need $50,000 right now a year, in 18 years at 4%, we need $100,000. And that's just to maintain our same uh, standard of living. And so we really have to be thoughtful. We have to be strategic um, with how we uh, look at our investments and make sure that we have a solid plan. Uh, Mark, you want to add something to that? You know, I just want to really help uh, our listeners to think about one thing. And Casey's uh, right on the money. Uh, inflation right now, we call it the silent killer. It's like the wind. You see the effects of it, right? The trees are bending, the leaves are being blown around. Uh, and so uh, that being said, you know, inflation, we have to think about and worry about. But the one thing when it comes to cash, we do believe wholeheartedly uh, you do need to have what we call yellow money, bank inventory. You should easily have close to anywhere from six months to one year worth of expenses. So let's use, let's just say you have uh, a $4,000 a month uh, spend. Uh, If you only have six months, you're going to need $24,000, $25,000 minimum uh, in cash. Uh, and just double that if you want to have at least a year. So we do want everyone to realize we all need to have emergency funds set aside. And that really is going to be handled best when it comes to cash. It's always about retirement here on Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, managing partners, Elevated Financial Management right here in the Seattle market. Folks, it's all about the retirement plan. Make sure you have it. Make sure it's working for you. Uh, You may have a lot of questions. Well, guess what? We have an opportunity for you to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, no cost or obligation. Again, no cost or obligation. See where you are in your retirement planning process. If you have 
have any questions about what's going on inside your portfolio, your risk level, do you even know how much of your portfolio is at risk? I mean, take a look at what's going on in the stock market, folks. Make sure you have a plan, and that plan is going to get you to retirement and through retirement. So we get into so many different topics. There's going to be an opportunity, again, to get on the calendar. I'm going to give you this phone number right now. So here's how it works. We have 10 positions each week for radio listeners only. And we open up those positions at the beginning of the show, and we close them at the end of the show. But when they're gone, they're gone. And you can book at any time. Here's the number, 800-715-1090. That's 800-715-1090. Call and book now. All right, guys, I want to get into this. Social Security, uh, it's a topic we get into quite often, but it's not, I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people out there just think, oh, well, you know, I get to a certain age and I just flip the switch on. Uh, that's not the case. I mean, there are so many ways this can be done. And if you're a couple retiring, uh, Social Security, it's a whole other animal. Yeah, and, you know, I'm glad we're going to talk about this for a few minutes right now because uh, I am also known as a nationally certified Social Security advisor, and I got that deck designation several years ago. And when I started teaching social security workshops uh, out at Green River, uh, Renton Tech, and also Highline Community Colleges in my area, every class that I've done for the last decade has pretty much, I've had a full room because there's so much confusion about what to do and when to do it. And so we truly believe this is a decision Two, if you do what's called the deem filing and you made a mistake, and let's say you thought you weren't going to live long enough and you turned on that Social Security at 62, it could end up being a very large financial mistake. And that's what people don't realize. The difference between uh, starting Social Security at 62 and what we call FRA, full retirement age, could be the difference of anywhere from three to $500,000, depending on your individual situation. So, uh, the choices, you need to really think about them. You need to know what the differences are. There is spousal benefits uh, that can come into play that people don't know that, that there's uh, options there. Uh, survivorship benefit. The longer we wait to start our Social Security, let's say we're the husband, we wait if we have other assets and we're fortunate enough to be able to wait till 70 to turn it on which I will say this, most of our clients, we don't do that. But if you should do that, that's actually the best thing for the surviving widow, widow, because they're going to get uh, your amount when you turned it on. When it comes to a, a spousal benefit, that's not the case. It's, it's based on the husband's full retirement benefit amount, not the 70. So these are all things that most people don't understand. And it's important to get a handle on this because for Social Security was designed to maybe cover about 40% of a retiree's income. We're finding now that that's that number's up dramatically, where right now 60 to 70, sometimes 100% of an individual's retirement income is going to be Social Security and possibly Social Security only. It was never designed for that to happen. And so the choices we make now can have a, a lasting impact over a 30 or 40 year period of time. Casey, would you like to add something? Yeah, I think it's interesting to note that uh, according to a 2022 Retirement Confidence Survey conducted by the Employee Benefit Research Institute, that 94% of retirees and 86% of workers cite Social Security as the primary source of income yeah. in retirement. In reality, when you look at uh, your Social Security, we hear people, uh, they'll, they'll talk about aiming to have their uh, income match their Social Security. Well, I'd like my expenses to match my Social Security. And, and what commonly they leave out is the fact that they've worked 30 or 40 years to build this, this beautiful nest egg. And now we have to find the right way to start drawing from that nest egg and start living the life in retirement that we want to have. Uh, Social Security is a great tool, but it is not the single answer to income in retirement. Uh, we have to think of this in a different way. We have to have uh, more prongs when we're thinking about that income because income ultimately is what gives everybody the confidence in retirement to do the things that they want to do. 
uh, without that income, uh, our dreams, our, our passions in retirement start to disappear. And so we have to be very confident in what those options are. Another big issue that comes up too, um, and I, I know you got something to say on this, Mark, is Medicare. Uh, Medicare is a big issue for those. Uh, there's different uh, parts to Medicare, A, B, C, and D. Uh, maybe you want to share a little bit on that, Mark? You know, um, that again causes a lot of confusion. People are getting ready to, let's say, leave Boeing. Uh, they've had a, a company insurance plan for 20, 30, 35 years. Now what do they do? People need to understand that you have to have part A and B. A is the, the free part of Medicare, the hospital part. Part B is the physician part. Uh, they have to have both A and B and be signed up for that to be able to qualify to sign up for a Medicare supplement or a MedAdvantage plan. Now, I just turned 65 last month, so I'm dealing with a lot of the things that we're talking about on the, on the show today. I'm dealing with that myself, and I happen to lean toward going toward a MedAdvantage plan. But why I'm bringing this up is, again, what do I do with the Part D, uh, the prescription plan? Uh, you don't need that if you get a MedAdvantage plan. So all of these create questions that need to be answered. And everyone, I just want you to know, we get one shot at trying to get this right. If we mess this up, it can be devastating to us financially. And so please, you know, don't let another day go by without talking to somebody that might know just a little bit when it comes to these areas that can make a true difference in your retirement plan. Folks, it's it's almost like um, a puzzle piece. You know, you, you've got a puzzle, it's your retirement, but all the puzzles are different. You know, your neighbor's puzzle is going to be different. Your, your puzzle itself for retirement going to be different, but you need to make sure you have all the puzzle pieces and all those puzzle pieces fit snugly together. So when you back up from your retirement puzzle, man, that's something that you're ready to go do, right? Elevate Your Wealth is the name of the show. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management. They're the managing partners there. They have 42-plus years' experience between the two of them, and it's always about retirement. Now's the opportunity to get on their calendar. We have 10 positions each week for radio listeners only. Casey, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? Well, it's a holistic financial analysis portfolio review. I just want to stress that it's so easy. It's such a simple conversation and something that Mark and I do so frequently. We take so much of that pressure away. But we look at five main areas. Income. What are income sources? How reliable are they? Taxes. How are taxes going to affect us? How are they going to draw down what we had expected as income in retirement? Investments. Are they appropriate? Are they comfortable? How do they react during market downturns like we're experiencing right now? Healthcare. How do we make sure that our healthcare is set up appropriately? How do we make sure that long-term care does not implode our plan? And finally, legacy planning. How do we make sure that what we worked so hard for is left the best way possible to those that we love? No cost or obligation. We have 10 positions on the calendar. Okay, elevate your retirement game, elevate your wealth. You're listening to it. Call the number now, 800-715-1090. That's 800-715-1090. They will not last long. Call now, no cost or obligation, 800-715-1090. Advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.